Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's morning, and something's different. Everything's different. Everyone's gone. No commotion, no explanation. Suddenly the world is emptied of people. Except for you. We explore one character's reaction to this scenario in Sonny Moraine's gripping solo show, Gone. Stick around, because that's coming up this week on Radio Drama Revival. Hello folks, welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the podcast that showcases the diversity and vitality of modern audio fiction. I'm your host, David Reinstrom. A few weeks ago, we played Michelle Nicolaisen's Unplaced, a show about a person who becomes effectively invisible, imperceptible. The world continues on without them. People bustle around the protagonist uncomprehending. This is different. This is perhaps the exact converse of that scenario. I like thinking about these two productions together, Unplaced and Gone, not just because of their similarities, but because of how different they are. They're both mysteries, but Gone is a taut, claustrophobic horror show. They're both philosophical, but Unplaced is more fantasy, Gone more science fiction, more bleak, more hopeless. Both engage with mental illness in ways I find utterly compelling. Now that I've pointed out the similarities, I want you to cast them from your mind and engage with this piece on its own. We'll be running an interview with Sonny Moraine, the creator of Gone, next week. But for now, I want you to meet their protagonist and realize alongside them that the universe is empty. This is Gone, Episode 1, Awakening. Okay, um, God, you know, I don't even fucking know where to start. Okay, I guess beginning, then. Uh, I woke up and everyone's gone. Like, everyone. I mean, I guess I I haven't been everywhere in the world. I've been a few blocks around the house, but, um, I mean, there's nobody here. God, I don't even fucking know why I'm doing this. Recording this, I mean, like, it, it's <laughs> it's so cliche. Uh, you know, I, I have you. I don't, I don't even know who I'm fucking talking to. I, I have such a weakness for, uh, you know, really stupid found footage films where people are talking into a camera and, you know, of course, something terrible happens to them and you're watching their last known recorded anything. And there are points in the film where it's like, why... <laughs> Why are you recording right now? There are so many other things that you need to be doing. Who do you think is actually going to end up watching or listening to this? And I don't know. Um, maybe I'm doing this just because I love those movies. I really have no idea. There's nobody here. Maybe I just really needed to talk to somebody. Okay, so um, I guess... I guess if this is a narrative, I should tell it like a narrative... So I woke up uh, late, unusually late. I think that for me, that's like nine. And normally when I wake up, 
my wife's already gone to work. So not not seeing her when I wake up is not that unusual. It's it's actually that's pretty much every morning. But I went into the kitchen to make myself some coffee and then I went into the front room and I looked in the driveway and her car's still here. And that's weird because I mean where we live there's there's like no bus. There's there's nothing. You 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 take the car to where she works and where she works works is, is way way the hell out there. Uh, it's way the hell out there from everyone, I, I guess. But her car is still here. And, okay, you know, it, yeah, maybe she caught a ride with somebody. But it, technically that's possible, but she never does that. And if she was going to do something like that, I feel like she would have said something. And there's no text on my phone. And there's no voicemail on my phone. And there's no record of her trying to call me. So she's gone. And the car's here. And, I mean, I, I don't know why that made me start texting people, but I, I did. Um, I, text, I texted a mutual friend of ours, and she didn't get back to me. Okay, not that weird, necessarily. Lots of times people don't get back to you right away. But I started texting other people, just asking if they'd heard anything from her, and nobody got back to me. Like, nobody. Even people who normally get back to me pretty quick. And so I... I um, you know, shot her an email and no response. And she's not on Gchat, which is a little strange. And I, nobody's on Gchat. Nobody's on Gchat. That never happens. That that never <laughs> that never fucking happens. So I go out of the house and first thing I notice you know how when the power goes out and it's just so quiet? Because the fridge is off and your computers are off and Every, everything that generates any kind of a background hum is gone and everything is just I mean it's so quiet that you can hear you can hear your blood in your ears and it wasn't that quiet walking outside clearly because you know there's wind and there's birds and shit but there's there's no traffic noise you hear traffic noise all the time even if you don't know that you're hearing it and there was nothing so I start walking around the neighborhood and that quietness is there too and there's like nobody. There's a lot of other stuff I could have done at that point. I mean, I, I could have I could have walked any. There are stores nearby. I could have gone there. I could have started knocking on doors. And I, I didn't. I just ran the fuck back here. And that was stupid. And I should go back out. Because I'm probably wrong. This is probably fucking ridiculous. I probably shouldn't even be talking into this stupid microphone. Like I said, I don't even know why I'm doing that. I feel like an idiot. This is probably nothing. It's probably fine. But it's weird. And I'm sitting in the office and I'm looking at the door like it's going to take everything I've got to walk out of it. And I'm fucking scared, you know? And the worst part of being scared like this is that you don't even know why you're scared. You just know that something's really, really wrong. And something is really, really wrong. Okay, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn this off and I'm going to, I don't know, I'm just going to try and get hold of some other people. I haven't gone through my entire contacts list. Uh, there's, there's a lot of, it's 2017, there's a lot of ways you can get in touch with people, so I guess I'll go try and exhaust some more of those, and I guess maybe I'll try and go back outside and see what happens then, so, yeah, uh, I'll be back, I guess, I mean, you know, hopefully I won't be, hopefully I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll delete this and I'll just pretend it never happened, yeah, okay, BRB.
Okay, so I uh, did what I said I was going to do. I walked around the neighborhood, I knocked on some doors, I went to the store, the convenience store that's about um, half a mile away, went to the post office. I texted and called everybody I could think of, including all my doctors, and uh, I called her work, and I called the direct line to her boss, and like, I'm not going to list everything, but I fucking called everybody, and there's nobody there. And I mean, yeah, you'd probably be thinking, well, okay, well, just drive. Well, I can't fucking drive, okay? I just, I, shut up. I just never learned. I'm not proud of it. It's just, it is what it is, and I don't know how. And I probably could figure it out if I just got in the fucking car and tried. But look, that's just not something I feel equipped to do right now. I, I feel, I feel like such shit about the stuff that I could be doing that I'm probably not doing, but I'm doing what I feel like I can do, and... I did everything that I feel like I could have done. And there's nobody there. There's nobody there. I'm freaking out, okay? I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm trying to breathe. I'm trying to remind myself that this is stupid, it's stupid, I'm gonna feel so stupid later when it turns out that this was nothing, but I am freaking the fuck out. And once I start, <laughs> once I start down the dark path, forever will it dominate my fucking destiny. I can't. Um, okay. Okay. I've got Xanax, but I'm not going to take it. Okay. 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 Okay, maybe this will be good because it will just help me kind of get everything in order in my head. Just by talking out loud like I'm talking to somebody. Okay, I called. I went through all the contacts on my phone. There's nobody. I emailed just about everybody I could think of. And there's nobody. I walked around the neighborhood. I knocked on doors. There's nobody. All the stores are closed. The school. There's a school about a five minute walk from here, an elementary school. It's empty. Parking lot's empty. I peeked in through the windows. It's all dark. There's nobody there. So I, I went old school, right? I turned on the radio. And there's, there's nothing. That doesn't happen. Radios don't stop broadcasting. You know? They don't. There's, but there's nothing. And I turned on the TV, and the stuff that I guess is set up to broadcast automatically seems to still be there, but there's nothing, there's nothing on the news. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know how else to describe that. There's just nothing on the news. Nothing is, is there. And I did what I probably, you know, if I was thinking straight, I probably would have done this to begin with anyway. And uh, I went to Twitter and I went to Tumblr and nothing has updated since... Now, this is weird, because it's like there's a timestamp, right? Because I can kind of look at when the last post was made, at least, you know, in, in my particular time zone. And it looks like the last thing I've got is 12.01 as of this morning. Not 12 as of this morning, 12.01. So, I mean, that's kind of creepy, right? Like, <laughs> it's kind of creepy. This is all creepy. Uh, but yeah, okay, so that's my timestamp. That whatever happened happened then that's really hard to say because i'm saying whatever happened because something clearly happened but that's that's the point at which everybody went quiet yeah i mean and, and i'm not even on facebook anymore but um my wife is so and i have access to her account because you know <laughs> we have to hide from each other so it, i i went i went to her account and I looked and I mean I already knew what I was going to find but it seemed like it was pretty much the same thing. I did see other timestamps but there were people in other time zones. 
Everything stopped at 12.01 last night. 12.01 this morning. I don't know what I do now. Like, I have no plan for this. You know, you can, you can sort of make a plan for something like an earthquake. Yeah, you can sort of be like, okay, what would I do if there was a tornado? If there was a, a flood, what would I do? You can think of any kind of natural disaster and, and think about, like, if, fuck, if there was, like, an alien invasion, you can sort of, like a zombie apocalypse, you can kind of imagine what you would do. Like, there's a plan. Like, you know, you'd, you'd find the most defensible part of the house. You'd get weapons. If you needed weapons, uh, a flood, you got a higher ground, earthquake, you stand out of the doorways, whatever shit you do. You, there's a plan. You can imagine a situation and you can put yourself in that situation and you at least have some kind of, even if it ends up being a terrible idea, you have some kind of idea of what it is that you do next. And something happened last night and I don't know what it was, but something happened and I have to figure out what to do next. And I have never put myself in this situation, so I have no idea what the move is. I mean, there's, there's got to be a move, right? I can't just sit here talking. I've got to do something. And I have no idea what that is. How does everybody in a neighborhood just disappear? Not even a neighborhood. How did... I can't necessarily assume that just because everybody I've tried to reach doesn't appear to be there. I, I can't assume that that means that nobody anywhere is still there. Because I'm still here, so that means that, I mean, why would I still be here? Why would I be special? Logically, that means that somebody else has to be somewhere. But why would, why would that even happen? Why would everybody be gone and I would be here? And the, the weird thing is nothing else has changed. It's, I mean, you know, like I, like I said, I walked outside and, and there were birds and there was breeze and the sun's shining and, I mean, it's raining now, but it, everything is normal except for this one thing why the hell would that happen and like again i if that's solving a problem i have no idea how to even begin to do that and i like to think i have a pretty good imagination okay um it's uh oh my god i didn't even know how late it was i've spent all this time just trying to find anybody okay it's it's just after three now um I don't know. I don't know. I need to turn this off and go sit in a dark room or something for a while. Try to figure this out. I'm, if there's anything to figure out. Maybe if I wait, everything will go back to normal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess, like, that's all I can do. Okay, uh, I guess I'll be back. Probably. Okay, I did have a thought earlier. It's it's so stupid. I mean, does does stupid mean anything right now? Are we in are we in kind of a post stupid world? But I did have this thought, and it's not a plan. It doesn't allow me to move forward in any way that makes any sense. But it you know I guess if we're looking for explanations for what has happened, I guess it's an explanation, and it's at least something that's marginally familiar. Uh, the rapture is a thing, I guess. I never believed in the rapture, but I have family who do. And, you know, if, if I know enough about the rapture to know that if we're going by the standards of people who believe in the rapture, uh, I'm not going along for the ride with Jesus. 
I'm not gonna be one of those people. So uh, I guess I would be one of the people left behind, right? I mean, I, ha I had that thought earlier, and it is an explanation for for things. Except, I mean, okay, no, here's here's the reason why that's not compelling. Um, well, I mean, in uh, the Left Behind books, everybody leaves their clothes and shit. There's no indication that that's happened. Um, there's no like car crashes or anything. Nothing's on fire. Everything's just quiet. Everything's parked. It looks like, it really does look like at 12:01 everything just stopped moving but not stopped moving because it doesn't look like anything stopped in the middle of anything else. It just looks like everything kind of went into a state of like everything's just getting ready to start. It looks like a reset, some kind of a reset happened. Nothing was moving when it happened. Everything just kind of went back to a point. So that, I mean, if, if that's what the rapture is like, that doesn't work at all. And then finally, um, why would I be the only person who's in it so deep with the devil that I get to stay and everybody else goes? I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that there are some heathens in this neighborhood. I'll tell you right now, my wife's one of them. So that doesn't work either. That's all I got. That's it. That is the only cultural reference I can possibly make that would allow me any way of understanding what this is. So that doesn't work at all. But I guess for about 30 seconds, I was almost relieved because it was some kind of an explanation. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Okay, I'm back. It's, um... God, I'm, God, I'm looking at the screen. It's like I can't even process the numbers. It's, it's uh, a little after 8. Sun's going down. In summer, so, you know, I got these nice long days now. You know what's weird about this? I'm talking as as if whoever in my head is listening to this doesn't know things. That's weird. Why do I feel like I have to explain stuff? I mean, anyway, it's, uh, it's later. Sun's going down. It's not quite dark yet, but it's, I mean, it's dark enough for lights to come on. And that's something that I noticed that's also strange. And I mean, I don't know, I guess it's the kind of thing where y you you think about, okay, some kind of disaster that just disrupts everything that has to do with human beings and how they operate and what they do. You kind of assume that this is one of the things that happens first, right? Like the power goes out. Like that's the kind of thing that, that's how you know that things are fucked up, is that the power is out. And the power is not out. Like all, I can turn all the lights on. Um... I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm recording this right now. I've got power. All the streetlights are on. It, all the streetlights everywhere I could walk are on. I, I can see some lights inside people's houses. And I mean, I know, I know, I got excited. But I looked... I still haven't broken into anybody's house. I don't know. It might come to that, I guess. I'm trying not to even think about it. But I'm not there yet. I, I looked in people's houses. And from what I could see, they were the kind of lights that come on automatically so that people don't break into your home. So there's that. Uh, all the water is coming out of the faucet's fine. I mean, there's power, so the hot water heater is fine. So that's all normal. Uh, I, if if not for the fact that everybody is is gone, I could be sitting here on any normal day, and I would have everything I normally have. Like nothing is weird except for that one thing. Like I said, like I like I think I just said this afternoon. 
So yeah, um, I'm not in the dark. I guess that's a, that's a thing. But it also doesn't make sense. I don't even know anything about the power grid. Like, like what, what happens if people aren't there to maintain it? I, do people need to maintain it? How much is it automated? I, if, if people are gone and it's not out yet, does that mean it's going to go out? I mean, is it going to go out any moment? People have to exist to maintain these things. It can't just run all on its own. I guess maybe I should just be grateful that I've got that much right now, because I swear to God, if the power went out and all I had was flashlights and candles, I mean, again, that's something, but I would, I don't even know what I would do at that point. I'm all by myself, and I don't do well by myself most of the time. And it's like, I feel like I'm, I feel like I can't see. You know, I think it's, you don't really realize until you don't have it. I guess maybe even for a few hours. Maybe it's just that I didn't mean to do this. And maybe it's just that I'm not used to it. But you depend so much on other people to understand what it is that you're seeing. I didn't really realize that until now. But I, I, I gauge the reality of so much of what I'm around all the time because of the feedback that I'm getting from other people who are in it with me. And I don't have that feedback anymore. So all I've got is me. And I, I don't know, I guess I don't really trust me. I mean, I don't really trust anything right now. Do you know how fucking terrifying that is? I mean, I'm sitting here. I am breathing okay. I'm not having a panic attack. I'm talking. I think I'm making sense. I'm at least making you know, as much sense as I ever really do. But I'm losing my mind. Like, I've never been this scared in my life. I have no idea I'm going to sleep tonight. I don't know if I should sleep. Because, okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing that I haven't been able to get out of my mind. And I haven't even really been thinking about it because the second I think about it, the second the second I think about it, that's the second that I can't avoid it anymore. And that's the second I really won't be able to think about anything else. So I haven't been I've been looking directly at it, but it's there. It's been in my head since I saw that timestamp. Uh, everything happened at 12.01 Eastern Standard Time. There's going to be another 12.01 Eastern Standard Time. What happens? What happens tonight? Do I, do I disappear? Do I go where everybody else went? Where, I mean, where did they go? They're just gone. I, I don't, I don't know if I want that or not. I mean, if they're gone and then I'm gone, I would be wherever they are. I won't lie, that kind of has a certain appeal. Like, I'm just thinking about that. They're gone. Do I want to be gone too? Well, I mean, I, there's nothing I can do. There hasn't been anything I could do about any of this since I woke up. I guess I just have to wait. But I'm not sleeping. I'll tell you that much. I'm going to be up until 12.01. And whatever happens, I'm going to be here for it. And if nothing happens, well, it's like I said earlier. I have no plan for that. I have no idea how to have a plan for that. I don't even know where to start. I guess when you don't have a plan... You just keep going. Whatever keeping going means. Okay, I don't really have a whole lot else to say right now, I guess. So, um, 
Yeah, I'm, I guess I'm just going to go turn this off and, I, I don't know, play Skyrim or whatever. I, I don't... Oh my god. Oh my god, I don't even know why I didn't think of that. Oh, holy shit. Okay. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, I'll be back. Okay, so, about those Left Behind books. I only ever read the first one. The others seemed really shit. But one of the things that really freaked me out about them was the idea of what the fuck happens to all the pets. Because, I mean, people are gone, so pets are just locked in houses. And I love animals, and that's a distressing thought. So I heard the barking from next door, and I ran over, and I don't even know this little guy's name, but... I mean, he was inside, and he was scratching at the door, and his food bowl was empty, and... I mean, I got him out, and I got some food from there, and I dragged it over. So, I've got him, and I've got the food, but now I'm starting to wonder, what's going on in all the other houses? Because he's not the only pet in this neighborhood. Like, there's, there's cats and dogs, and... I mean, they're gonna be okay for a couple days, but they're gonna fucking starve. I need water. I know this is a ridiculous thing to be worrying about right now, but it's it's something. It's something to focus on. It's something that isn't me. So that's what I'm going to do tomorrow, I guess. If there isn't a tomorrow. I'm going to go out. I'm going to do the thing I said I wasn't at the point where I was going to do, and I'm going to break into a bunch of houses, and I'm going to fucking rescue the animals because they can't rescue me. But I got you right now. Don't I? What's your name? You don't have any tag on. I'm gonna call you Goober. I don't know, it's just a fun word. Okay, Goober, it's you and me, I guess. It's you and me until... Oh, I've been away for a while. It's like... Oh, God. It's like... It's like a minute to midnight. No, it's less than a minute to midnight. It just ticked over to midnight. Okay. Okay, I guess I've got 60 seconds before something happens or doesn't happen. Should this be my last will and testament or something? Is this even going to be death if I did... Are they all dead? If you just disappear, is there a practical difference? So I'm here. I'm watching the clock tick down with... <laughs> with Goober and his floppy ears. He has no idea. I mean, he knows that his people are gone, I guess, but... Now he's with someone else, and it's a little helpful to be with him. It's better than nothing. But in a couple of seconds, that might all be done. I wasn't ready for this. I don't know what I'm... I said I knew it was going to happen. I said I knew that 1201 was going to happen again. I said I knew that. The world broke at 1201 last night. I don't know why I'm the only one who didn't break, or I'm the one who did. I don't understand any of this. Goober, Goober, come over here. Come here, come here. Come here, boy. I'm just going to pet you. I'm going to pet you. I'm going to pet you until... Until... Ah! What? Ah!
was my reaction, anyway, when I heard that for the first time. What grabs me about Gone is its immediacy. And, like, you know how sometimes you're watching a movie, like a horror movie or an adventure movie or something, and you just want to yell at the screen, like, oh my god, what are you doing? Who does that? Just, like, think for one friggin' second here about what you're trying to do. Maybe that's just me and my Lucy Show Syndrome uh, C episode 500. But I, I feel like what this show does is it answers that concern for me. Our protagonist has seen all the movies. They've read all the books. And genre savvy alone doesn't make them appealing, sympathetic, or intelligent. It's the writing and the performance that does that. But what it does do for me is quiet the voice in the back of my mind that says, Hey, what about? What about? Next week, you're going to hear me talking with Sunny Moraine, but if you loved this first episode and you want to hear more, subscribe straight away to Gone. Depending on your podcatcher, you might find a lot of true crime podcasts with similar names to Gone, so the icon for this podcast is an image of mostly sky. The bottom sixth of the image is a black curve of road. Above it, a mysterious-looking radio tower juts up into the fog. It's kind of like the evil Mirror Universe version of our own logo, now that I think about it. Support Sunny and their work by donating hot bucks to their Patreon page at patreon.com slash dynamicsymmetry, where you can get access to some sweet flash fiction, sneak peeks at the blog of exclusivity, and get Sunny-made bangles and trinkets to delight the eye and adorn the flesh. And while you are there supporting your new favorite artist, you can support your old favorite podcast signal boosters huh? by visiting our own fresh out of the oven Patreon over at patreon.com slash radiodrama revival. You'll get perks like access to behind the scenes bits, goofs, and extended cut interviews by Eli with such hidden gems as me telling Faith McQuinn the story of the worst voiceover job I ever had. You can get access to stuff like that at just three bucks a month. But at any level, you get early access to episodes and a ticket to our Discord chat channel. I'd love to see you there. If we reach our first goal of 50 patrons, I will allow my mole puppet Rocco to host an episode of the show. If you've never seen Rocco, well, there's a little video up on the Patreon under goals. One more time, that's patreon.com slash radiodramarevival. Okay, time to put on my lying hat and give you the credits. Our theme music is Danger Digi-Doo by DJ Stranger Danger. You can find his music on SoundCloud. Our line producer is Matthew Boudreau, and the first thing he did when he realized he was the only person left in the world was open all the windows and blast Tom Waits records as loud as he possibly could. Our interview's producer is Eli McElveen, and when he realized there was nobody around but him, he built a hot air balloon out of household appliances and took to the skies, hoping he wasn't as alone as he feared. Our associate producer is Sean Howard, and when he realized he was the only one around, he got real mad at me for including him in these dumb credits. Welcome aboard, Sean! Our researchers are Heather Cohen and Monique Boudreau, and upon recognizing that everyone was gone but the two of them, they immediately high-fived. Heather started just straight up breaking shit, and Monique drove to Pennsylvania to steal a carload of the fireworks they won't sell you in New York State. Our social media manager is James Oliva, and when he looked up and beheld an empty world, he said, This is bullshit, and promptly found a new universe full of squid people to hang out in instead. Welcome to the team, James. Yes, you can expect a lot more of this. Our executive producer is Fred Greenhouge, and when he saw that he was at last alone, he said, Finally! And he began pulling his true self out of that man-shaped sack he'd been keeping it in. 
I'm your host, David Reinstrom, and this has been Radio Drama Revival. All storytellers welcome. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.